Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I am Pastor Jay Shears, a certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions about today's program, feel free to give us a call at 888-226-7614. 888-226-7614. You can also find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. That's kingdomplanadvisory.com. Now, over the last couple of podcasts, I talked about different things to do as far as on your to-do list for 2021, um, other than lose weight. I couldn't believe I stepped on the scales a couple of days ago and almost had a shock. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, how, why is it the older you get, it's so easy to gain weight, but hard to lose it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, but anyways, uh, so definitely New Year's resolution. One of them is I'm, I'm done drinking diet soda. That stuff doesn't work, right? So anyways, back to resolutions regarding your, your financial stewardship. Talked about different things over the last couple of podcasts, including you know changing passwords, that type of thing. I want to talk to you today about rebalancing. So if you are invested in the market, okay, uh, through your 401k, 403b, IRAs, Roth IRAs, brokerage accounts, advisory accounts. Um, there are many options that someone actually has exposure to the market. But what we've seen uh, since about 2017 is that the growth portfolios have done uh, much, much better than balanced portfolios uh, or conservative portfolios. So what do you do? Do you just let it run? So let's say, for example, you're 50-50, all right? And, and I'm going to break this down a little bit. So when I say 50-50, I'm talking about 50% equities, that's stocks. So your Walmarts, your Carnival Cruises, your Facebooks, your Netflix, your Googles, that kind of thing, okay? Stocks. And the other 50% bonds, whether it be municipalities, whether it be government bonds, whether it be corporate bonds, <coughs> I'm talking about bonds. So a 50-50 is basically a balanced Many times people say, well, I'm 60-40 or I'm 70-30. They're talking about equities versus bonds, okay? Or equities versus income. So let's say that that um, January of 2020, so basically a year ago, you were 50-50, okay? 50% equities, 50% bonds. And you looked at your current portfolio mix and you're now 75-25, 75% equities, 25% bonds. What should you do? Well, there's a, a term that we as advisors use. It's called rebalancing. And rebalancing is something that, that is actually hard to get people to do because they say, well, you know, if something is doing so well, why would we cut back on it? Right? So rebalancing is the act of of bringing the 75% back down to 50. So you're selling things and then reintroducing that money into the bond side so that you're now at 50-50 again, for example. I'm not recommending 50-50. I'm just saying 
for the purpose of this conversation. So you started uh, January 1st, 2020 at 50-50. 50% equities, 50% bonds. It's uh, January 1st, 2021. You're 75-25. What happens is that the growth uh, outperformed the bonds. doesn't mean the bonds did bad. It just means the growth did that much better. So we use the term rebalancing, which means we sell 25% of your equity portfolio and put it back into the bond portfolio. Okay? Bring it back to 50-50. So what does is, what is rebalancing actually do? It, it controls risk. All right? It controls risk. It doesn't necessarily mean that your portfolio is going to do better. It doesn't mean that. You know, I, if, if I were going to say, you know, any type of investment terminology that I think causes a portfolio to do better, I talk about dollar cost averaging, you know, a, a buying regardless of, of whether it's up or down, right? Automatic investing. But rebalancing mitigates risk, okay? Because growth doesn't always grow. I'm just, I've been doing this for a quarter of a century. Growth doesn't always grow. There's, it, it, it's kind of like setting, and I, as, as believers, we shouldn't be doing this, but setting at a, at a slot machine, all right? You put in 10 bucks and you hit a jackpot the first five minutes you're there. And now you're up $500, okay? The smart thing to do would be what? Now, be honest. What's the smart thing to do? Walk away. Cash out your 500 and walk away. People don't do that. People set... And say, well, if I made 500 in the first 10 minutes, I can make more. And what happens? After about an hour or two, they walk away with nothing. That's the stock market in a nutshell. Okay? When you're up, you got to be careful not to get greedy. The, the good financial steward, the obedient financial steward, say, wait a minute. You know, I've done really well. I've done really well. How do I mitigate risk? How do I how do I protect the the growth that I made? You protect that by rebalancing. Okay, you with me now? And I, the 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 slot machine analogy is perfect because most people, well, even at, even the scratch off tickets, you see people do it all the time. Someone spends a dollar and hit, it hits twenty dollars on a scratch off ticket. And once again, I am not telling you to do this because I'm 100% against gambling. Uh, it's a poor man's uh, uh, thing. I mean, it's, it's just, it preys on the poor. Uh, but you see someone buy a, a scratch-off ticket for a dollar and they hit $20, what do they do? They cash it out and buy $20 worth more tickets. People, that that is lunacy, right? That, that just makes no sense. The stock market, even though it's not gambling, risk is involved. Okay, scripture doesn't say that we should not invest. I'm, you know, if you read the parable of the talents, I think it's pretty clear uh, in, in the parable of the talents in Matthew that that we should try to earn uh, on on our blessings. But at the same time, we we need to have some common sense, and rebalancing allows that. Now, I'm going to go a step further. <clears throat> As a, as a person who is a, a general securities representative and an investment advisor representative, so I, 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 I wear two hats at times. <clears throat> so in the advisory fiduciary type of platform, 
when we, we create portfolios, and I've created kingdom portfolios for a faith-based approach, when I set up the, the actual underlying investments within the portfolios, it allows me to allocate a drift. Okay, A drift can be 3%, 4%, 5%, uh, depending on what type of portfolio it is. I, I, I may set 5%. If it gets outside of the drift, which means the grow it is either grown or, or receded, I can see that. All right? I can see that. And depending on the amount of the drift, I may rebalance that particular holding. If it gets above 5%, I may take a look at that and, number one, investigate, do some due diligence on is there more growth potential there. But I get a notice saying, hey, you're outside of drift. You know, this particular uh, underlying investment within the kingdom portfolios is out of drift. Rebal- that, that's, that's an automatic thing. And then I set up automatic rebalancing quarterly. It takes the human emotion out of it. And that's the next thing I want to talk to you about. <clears throat> rebalancing is difficult at times when you see something growing. And I'm telling you, take the human emotion out of it. And if possible... Within your 401k, your 457 plan, um, your 403b, maybe you're, you speak with your advisor say, hey, I want automatic rebalancing on my advisory account. And you can set it up monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, or annually. That's it's a personal opinion. I do it quarterly. Um, it takes the human emotion out of it. It just says, okay, we've had growth here. Let's rebalance it. We're mitigating risk. We are mitigating risk. If, you know, you would have to, to, to have a 2020 hindsight, you know, 30 years now saying, well, did that rebalancing hurt me or not? My opinion is it didn't hurt you because it prevented loss. Okay. It prevented loss when you're, when you rebalance and your, your portfolio mix you know, it's going to be different than the person, your next door neighbor or your brother-in-law or your mom or dad. It, it, your, your, your equity to uh, uh, bond mix is really dependent upon your risk tolerance. So for someone who is 60, they may be, you know, 60-40. For someone who is 30, it may be 90-10, okay? So don't, don't, don't misconstrue what I'm saying here. I'm not saying everyone needs to be at 50-50. It is depending on your risk tolerance. So if you started January 20th, at a 75-25 blend, and at the end, at the end of uh, 20, uh, 2020, let's say it was 60-40. You say, oh, wait a minute, you know, my bonds outperformed my equities. I want to take some money out of my bonds because my equities are down. It works both ways, all right? It works both ways. You're actually buying low and selling high, which is what we're supposed to be doing, right? That's, I mean, listen, that's, that's investing 101. So that's what I recommend. All right. So I, I know depending on, on, you know, depending on who you are uh, and how you're invested, many people had some growth over the last year or two. You know, if you were in bonds or dividend paying positions or energy, you may be down. That is, that's just part of it. <clears throat> but I would look at rebalancing. If you don't have automatic rebalancing, Go ahead and look at that and see if you can set up automatic rebalancing, people. It, it, is a, it is an option to mitigate risk, and I highly recommend it. Is it mandatory? No, it's not. But I'm telling you, I would rather be in an automatic rebalance portfolio 
versus a manual rebalance. And as someone who's been doing this for, for going on 25 years, I, I see people who have never rebalanced and their risk is, is their risk exposure uh, is way out of line by the time they reach retirement age. I mean, they're 80, 90% equities when it should be just the opposite. So within a 401k or a 403b, many times they have age-based options. They say it may be an age-based portfolio. It may say retirement 2025, retirement 2030, retirement 2035. What that does as you age, as you age, your, your income slash bond portfolio, your fixed income portfolio increases and your equity portfolio decreases percentage-wise. What I'm saying is we need to do that automatically. And does your risk tolerance ever change? Does your portfolio allocations ever change with age, uh, income, financial situation? Absolutely. You know, if you started um, 10 years ago at a 60-40 split, it may be time that you don't, uh, that you may not be uh, um, in a place where you need to be 60-40. You may need to be 50-50 or 40-60 or 30-70, Okay. We lower risk as we approach retirement age. So I hope I didn't confuse you. I hope I didn't confuse you. It is basically a rebalancing is a way to mitigate risk, lower risk exposure, okay? Buy high and sell low. Nope, right? You caught me, right? I'm just checking you. We're selling high and buying low. You with me? Rebalancing sells when it's high and buys when it's low. That's automatic rebalancing. If you have questions about rebalancing and is it an option for you, or you know, even if you say, you know, Jay, you, you mentioned something today, you know, 60-40 split equities versus bonds. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Let me talk to you about it. I, I, it it's a pretty quick analysis of what, what, you, what you have, what you own. You know, what you are the steward of, and, and to be a good steward, we need to, to mitigate risk. We need to, to be responsible stewards. We need to be obedient stewards. We need to take a look at the portfolio and make sure it's not, you know, investing in things that profit from or, or support abortion, pornography, anti-family entertainment, human rights violations. We need to do that as well, okay? So if you have questions, once again, 888-226-7614. Contact information is at kingdomplanadvisory.com. KingdomPlanAdvisory.com. I welcome you to sign up for a free consultation. I would love to talk to you. People, don't be afraid of me. Right? Uh, don't be afraid to talk about what's going on. Because as, as an obedient steward, as a responsible steward, as a proactive steward, I, I think that you have that, that responsibility to do that. So, it's the beginning of 2021. This is one of the things on your to-do list, on your bucket list. Let's get it done. God bless. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.